0: Moms Surviving Life. Tough questions, real answers, awesome hacks.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Moms Surviving Life. Today Erica and I are going to talk about our return to work after maternity leave as we are both recently experiencing this. As always, please subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you are listening to us on. Also, please follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mom surviving life and on instagram at mom surviving life all one word
0: do you want to run this episode since you wrote it
1: sure so we're going to talk about going back to work after maternity leave because we're literally both doing it i started a week ago essentially <laughs> and i just started on monday yeah <laughs> We were trying to come up with an episode, and we forgot. Like, I literally came, I was just like, why wouldn't we talk about this? This is perfect. And every mom has to do it, even if it's after a six-week leave that the U.S. gives you, or... We're at 12 weeks now. Oh.
0: I think. Don't quote me. Maybe it's different state by state, but I'm pretty sure it's 12 weeks now.
1: I think it's also based on your employer, but... So many of their rules are state by state. So either way, if you have a six week leave for being home with your child to a year, two years, 18 months. Europe's got two year leaves. Or two years. Jealous. (laughs) Not really. I don't know. If I was off for two years, I don't think I'd want to ever go back to work.
0: I don't know if I'd want to go back to work now. I've only been back three days and I'm like, I love my job. But Yeah. yeah, I don't know. So Erica, how long of a maternity leave did you take? So I took the 18 month maternity leave, but I was off work for 668 days. (laughs) And Erica has counted down every single one of those days. (laughs) I did count down those days because I wanted to know how long I was off because I, I had to go off work early and go on a sick leave because I was in hospital then I was on a believe it's called caregiver leave in Canada. It's when your kids are in NICU. It's a new leave. There is a leave now that if you are caring for someone and they enter the hospital and they're expected to leave, you actually get like, they exit the hospital and they're going to be okay. There's a different kind of leave as opposed to compassionate leave, which is the one where they're going in the hospital essentially to die. And then I went on maternity leave and I took the 18 month maternity leave because I wasn't sure what state the girls were going to be in medically and I wanted to make sure that I spent extra time with the girls to get them where they needed to be so and it actually really helped because we'll talk more about that after. (laughs) (laughs) How about you?
1: So I did a 12-month maternity leave although I went back three weeks early so I really only took an 11-month and one-week maternity leave but I went back early because I didn't want my job to be sitting empty. The person that replaced me was only on a one-year contract, and we had a three-week overlap for me to train her before I started. So it was one of those things that I'll just go back. And I didn't want to take too much off. Like, I really love my job, which is good. Like, having a job to go back to, which is what I had. I was lucky enough to go back to my previous job in the exact same position and everything. And my replacement is gone now. So she was literally just a temp while I was off. And then Erica, she had to go through the job market. (laughs) Oh my God. So when I went off
0: work, COVID was not a thing. We had no idea what COVID was. And I had to move two hours closer to my family, but realistically for the hospital. And I'm really glad that I stayed because... My family's been a huge help.
1: No, for sure.
0: When I was on maternity leave, I knew that my maternity leave was going to end around May of 2021. So in January of 2021, I called a friend who works corporate Toronto, said, hey, can you help me beef up this resume and make it look super wicked awesome? She goes, yeah, but you're going to have to pay me. I'm like, totally fine with that, but I need to find a job. So you know, polish up the old resume and hit the pavement slash keyboard, so to speak, and started applying to jobs around February. It's been that long. I was applying for jobs daily. Well, almost. There was a few breaks in there that I got frustrated and kind of beat down and sad and angry, (laughs) etc.
1: Well, no, for sure. Like Um, one, going into the job market at any time is not fun. Going in after being off for almost two years or over two years, also not fun.
0: Going in during the second lockdown when nobody was hiring was super fun. I had three interviews total. There was a few other places that I applied to, and then upon further looking, I got an email for an interview and lately declined due to either the workplace environment or the company itself that I was not okay with. It was hard. It was very discouraging because I first applied to jobs directly in my field, what I wanted to do heard nothing, then started branching out further and further and further. And I applied to my current job on a whim thinking I wasn't going to get it. And I got it. So I actually really wanted this job when I first graduated from school. I'm not going to say where I work just due to confidentiality reasons because we don't talk about where we work. But yeah,
1: I'm in training right now. And I'm so happy. Good. You deserve it. Like it was we're it not took a, going for a while there. <laughs> between
0: applying and starting was 2 months. Actually, I lie. The closing date to apply was the beginning of May. And by the middle of May, I was like, "Oh, not going to hear anything." And then the end of May, I found out that I had an interview. And then it took literally almost all of June to like have the interview scheduled, take the interview, call my references, and then call me and say, We need to do like working in legal background checks are super common. had to have a background check run, wait for that to come back. Obviously it was good because I'm a law abiding citizen. (laughs) And then I had to attend where I work, get my credentials. And then all my training's been online.
1: Which is good. And it took, it it took a month
0: to get from like interview to like sitting, doing my training.
1: (laughs) Well, and I remember like you were talking about even applying for it. I'm like, you have just to do it, like apply. And then you kept getting discouraged because you weren't hearing anything back and it was just a process. And it's like, no, just like, it's a, it's a specific job. If you are going to hear from them, it's going to take a while. Like they're not quick to do the whole thing. So like, just be patient. They like, you'll hear back. Like, your resume is good like don't worry I remember like having so lots of like like after our podcast and stuff we'd like go over like the job she's applied for and stuff and it's just I'm like it's okay it's gonna happen like you didn't get that one but a better one's coming like I don't know how many times I told you that I was like just wait like the job like you might not have got that one but the job you want is out there <laughs> I honestly like uh
0: I, don't, I, I broke down crying to you. I don't know how many times on the pot. Like, obviously we edited that out. But I like broke down being like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to be like living off like my parents forever. And you're like, no, you'll find a job and like find meaningful work.
1: <laughs> well, and like some of the jobs you were applying for, you didn't even necessarily want, but you just wanted a job. And it's like the job you want will come. You'll get the job you want. You're more than qualified. Don't worry. So it was, I'm really happy. I didn't have to go through what Erica went through. <laughs> Cause I don't think I would have been diligent to <laughs> apply for jobs. I would have been like, eh, I'm just going to stay home. It's I remember
0: fine. showing you my cover letters. Cause I basically saved them from every job. And I was scrolling like, made this the window full screen and, like, scrolled through cover letters. Yeah. It got to the point where I was, like, copying and pasting, like, certain points into different cover letters. But it's, like, I individually individually did cover letters for every job. And I think if I go in that file, there's over a 100 cover letters.
1: Which is crazy, but it is <laughs> what it is. And uh, trying to get a job during COVID is that much worse. Yes, now, but you know what? It's possible. Yes. Absolutely. Now, with that, how much time did you have from getting hired to your start date? I believe two weeks. Now, I know childcare for you was harder because you have twins. So it's obvious, like it's always harder to get twins in somewhere because it's there's two and not one. So walk us through like. Like, obviously, you had to start looking for childcare right away. So here's the
0: problem with childcare with two. COVID forced a lot of, like, wonderful at-home daycare workers to just retire because they were at that age. It sucked because so many people I know that are amazing daycare workers are like, no, I'm retired. And I'm like, literally need you for this summer. And they're like... I have been stuck in my house for two years. I'm not doing anything. I'm going and partying and having a summer, which I don't blame them. I actually registered my kids in the licensed daycare in my area in August of
1: 2019. Which um, is crazy. <laughs> I feel like such a horrible parent because I was not on that either. (laughs) I only know this because my cousin who had twins,
0: as soon as I got pregnant with twins, she's like, did you apply to daycare? Did you get this? Did you get that? Did you blah, blah, blah. And she was like running through the list of like, because she's like me. She's borderline neurotic. And you, did you get this? Did you do this? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know like how people who've never had kids before, like multiples. I'm like, there's so much that you to a degree need to know. Anyway, so they were on the list. And originally I thought I was only going to get a 12 month MAT leave. So I originally had them in daycare for August of 29. Sorry, October of 2020. And their number got pulled. And I'm like, uh, can we like filter back down a little bit? Cause I haven't started my job search yet. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was right after the first wave. We hadn't gone into the second wave yet. And I was like, places are hiring, stuff's going back to normal. This is going to be an easy job search. No. And then the Christmas lockdown happened, and it went to hell in a handbasket real quick. I had a start date, and it was crappy because I had a start date for the girls in daycare. I had an interview, and I had subsidy all lined up. I did not get the job. I was very frustrated, um, so I had to find interim childcare for two months before my girls go to their licensed uh, child care. So I have a friend watching them for the beginning. And then for the remainder of the two months, I have them with a school board worker who is off for the summer.
1: Awesome. I'm like, I was shocked that you were able to figure it all out. Obviously you didn't have much choice. You have to figure it out, but I'm Um, happy. It was easy for you to like, get it figured out. (laughs) it,
0: It wasn't easy. Um, I, when I found out, I immediately called the licensed daycare that my girls are supposed to be going to and was like, hey, I got a job. And she's like, I don't have any spaces till September. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, find childcare in the meantime. So I posted on a few local sites and asked around. I have since gone and seen two home daycares and I both are not for me. I have contacted cousins, aunts. I want to say uncles, but none of my uncles are like child rearing. <laughs> I've contacted a plethora number of people um, at home daycares in my area. I've had people that are like, Hey, have you called so-and-so? I'm like, Oh yeah. I called them like a month ago now. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, cause as soon as they started checking my references, I was like, I have glowing recommendations from all my references. So I knew that I was going to get the job because at that point it was like, check the references, do a record check. And I knew doing both of those, I was good to go because I used to be a paralegal. Well, I still am a paralegal, but I'm just not providing legal services right now. I was not like, not even joking. I was calling every place that I could for like, two weeks and i not e- like probably three or four times broke down bawling my eyes out being like i'm gonna have to quit this job because i don't have child care and i think i cried on the phone to you one day i was mm-hmm. like i can't do this i'm gonna have to quit my job and
1: you're like calm down <laughs> like just keep you'll figure it out like you don't when it comes down to it and you don't have an option you will do whatever it takes to figure it out <laughs> yes Now I know, like for me, I only started looking, so Ella started the end of May, like June 1st. I think I started looking for daycare in maybe March, I wanna say. So like I'm in Windsor and Erica's in the London area and I know location definitely makes a difference on when you need to start looking. Windsor, clearly not super early. It worked out for me. But London, obviously, it's bigger, harder to get in. So you have to look sooner. And then, like, the farther up you go closer to Toronto, it's, like, the second you find out you're pregnant, you need to get on a list somewhere.
0: (laughs) I actually didn't look in London. I looked north of London. But, yeah, it's the closer that you get to more populated areas, the harder it is the harder it is to find a child care center willing to take your kids and way worse with multiples.
1: Right. Now I only looked, so I looked at a daycare, licensed daycare center and a home daycare, and I was going to look at a second licensed daycare center. However, that one didn't call back. We toured both the licensed daycare center like blew us away and we went there first and then when we went to the home daycare like erica said like you just know that it's not for you now there are home daycares that are amazing yes 100 percent. i wanted to put ella in a home daycare but the daycare provider closed down because of covid and she's not reopening and i was like ah oh
0: that's that was my problem because i don't know how many people i talked to that they were new, they knew i was going back to work and it's like did you contact x y z a b c d j k l m n o p triangle square apple and i'm like <laughs> i've called them all i've asked i've like i have a cousin actually i have two cousins that run home daycares and i'm like my kids literally need to go for the summer and they're like nope sorry
1: <laughs> now the other thing i wanted to talk about with child care and when you're start looking for child care is applying for subsidy now as a two-income home i assumed that we would not qualify for subsidy but we applied anyway because i would have been really upset if we qualified for even a little bit and if I didn't apply, I would be mad. Up, Like, I'd want to know either way. So I applied regardless, and we did not qualify. But Then Erica is a single mom, so she qualified. With two. Yeah, with two. <laughs> if and we I had two in daycare, we would have qualified.
0: <laughs> and I encourage you when you have another baby, fingers crossed, whenever that is, that you apply again. And if you are listening to this right now and... You're like, my kids have been in daycare for two years. Apply. It is government grant money. It is literally free money. You don't have to pay it back. I don't believe it's taxable, Carla. No, it's not. Okay, thank you. I was going to say, it's not taxable. You don't have to pay it back. The only benefit to daycare is it makes it cheaper. Yeah. The only problem is there's rules. There's rules to subsidy. You have to have a licensed childcare. You can't have them... They can't miss a certain number of days in daycare. So you can't just, like, not take them.
1: Right. Which
0: I'm going to be working full-time. So, like, they're going to have to go every day. There's a lot of things... Like, there's parameters that you have to meet to get there. But I don't have an issue meeting those parameters, as they've been told to me. I know I'm being really vague. I just...
1: They're all... I feel like they're all so different for every area. Because each city has their own subsidy
0: yes so you really need to you you really need to do your homework for your subsidy um I was told subsidy is where you're at but like I live on the cusp of two counties like I work in another county that I live in so there's a likelihood that my girls may go to daycare in the county that I work in as opposed to the county that I live in um, if that's the case I just have to get like an agreement worked out between the county that I live in and the county that they'll be going to daycare in, which isn't a big deal.
1: Right. And a lot of people do it in like the outskirts of like your like of your bigger cities, like people live and work in different cities essentially like you live in a town and you work in a city like people do it all the time like they yeah and I know with like London
0: like London has a different subsidy program than Middlesex County so if you live like near Lucan or Strathroy in Middlesex County I think Strathroy is in Middlesex County you don't apply for the same subsidy as you do if you lived in London right I think it might be related to the daycare that way but make sure you're applying to the right place for the subsidy as well but it's free money like apply. The worst thing they're going to tell you is either you don't qualify or you make too much money. Like you, or sorry, you don't qualify because you make too much money or you're not able to get it because of your work.
1: Right. Like if you're part-time and you don't work full, like full-time, like five days a week, you might not qualify. Um, now for me, Ella started pretty much a solid three weeks before She, like, before I started work, um, that was mostly for me. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I kept saying it was for Ella, and then when the time came, it was really more for me. Um, I was not ready to let her go, (laughs) but I am glad we did it early. It gave us both a chance to get used to it. Ella's first two weeks... She did not sleep very good. So I'm also glad I didn't have to work because I was exhausted. Like that really worked out for me. And because she's so young and hasn't had anyone else ever watch her. So it was a very new thing for both of us. Now I know your girls have had people watch them before. Like Like my
0: parents, my best friend and my brother and sister-in-law. That's it. Yeah.
1: But did they start daycare or like did they go to daycare before you started work or did they just started like the childcare um, before
0: right now they're being watched by a friend of mine and like they just went there for the first day my first day was only like five hours so it wasn't that big of a deal and like two of those were sleeping so I was like okay hey, we're good so they went to daycare well okay they went to like a sitters I guess the first day like I went and picked them up and they were like oh this is great and the second day I went and picked them up and we went shopping in London and they were totally just themselves everything was great towards bedtime Kinsley was starting to get a little clingy and I was like "Mm, this is normal she's just you know going through the motions and then this morning which is like my low Kinsley's got like separation anxiety I went and picked her up early today So I've been giving her extra snuggles. I'm off tomorrow because it's Canada Day. Woohoo! And like nobody works on Canada Day. Um, Especially in the legal field. It's like, nope, everyone's off. So I'm, you know, I'm going to give her some extra snuggles. And hopefully that will help her.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Like Ella's definitely way more clingy since daycare because she's used to me being with her every day all day so which is good because she never was like a cuddly baby before so it was really exciting for her to be cuddly but sometimes you're like I just need to get dinner finished and you need to sit and play with your toys and leave mommy alone for two minutes (laughs) I
0: think I'm probably going to be the one that is going to use the wrap with my kids when I make dinner because they're going to be like wanting to hold me. And I'm like, listen, I need to make dinner or throw something in the crock pot.
1: I should definitely try that. Like that, doing the wrap. Well, I think the wrap over a carrier,
0: because the wrap, you can totally encompass their legs. Right. And if you're cooking on the stove, then you're not going to accidentally burn a foot. Right. Right. Like, that's just an irrational fear I have.
1: No, for sure. Now, you already talked about the first day and said that their first day was good. However, their first day of daycare, when they start, you might have to let us know how that goes because that could be totally different because they are constantly, like, keeping them entertained and they're probably going to be either super exhausted they were, like, the thing
0: is, too, they're at a friend's house, so, like, they know these people, so it's not totally foreign to them where they are. But I'm hoping, when they go to daycare, that it's going to be a little bit more, they know that they're okay, that I'm going to come back. Right. She's already going through the, like, if I leave the room, she's like, mommy! And
1: I'm like, my heart. Yes. Child, will, talking about my heart. She'll get used to it, but it's gonna take a bit it's not an easy thing ella's first day i swear when i handed her off i got nothing no response whatsoever like she was just like okay bye and i'm like i i bawled my face off i didn't even get to the car i was crying in the front door of the daycare because because of covid you can't go in you just you and your child get Your temperature checked. You have to fill out a COVID screening form and off your baby goes. And I was crying before I even got out the door. And then when I did walk out the door, just like sobbing. So she was great. Ella's first day of daycare was fantastic. She had a great time. She was super happy and smiley. Everybody couldn't get over how happy she was. And that's just it. She's a super happy baby. Me, however, not so good I was a mess I ended up calling after her first nap like after I know she would have been awake from her first nap to check to see if she napped because she's been having difficulties napping in other places but she did she had a good nap and that made me feel better but I was a mess I actually ended up going to my sister-in-law's house and having coffee with her luckily she was up at eight o'clock in the morning on her day off but I went and had coffee with her and I think if I didn't do that I would have been a complete disaster all day because she gave me a big hug said it was okay said it was normal and I think I just needed like that big hug telling me that everything was going to be okay because someone just telling me that everything's going to be okay is not the same thing I think I really need the hug and like the social interaction and I ended up like hanging out there for two hours and went home and I was like hey now I'm gonna go do some things."
0: <laughs> yeah my first day when I dropped them off I'm totally comfortable having them be babysat by this person but I'm like okay bye I'm not gonna cry like I got to the end of the laneway and I like teared up I'm like this is like my last like Going to see them for five hours because, like, nobody watches them because of COVID, right? And I'm like, My god, this is the first time I'm going to be away from my kids for like an extended period of time. And like, they've done sleepovers and stuff, but I'm sleeping during that time. I think I said bye at her house like six times, and she's like, You can
1: go. And I'm like, I know, (laughs) see, like, that's harder, right? Because you like know the person they're not literally taking your kids and kicking you out like daycare did to me yes but at the the same time like it's it's like it's a good thing and it's a bad thing like yes you got to do like the big goodbye with your kids bad part is you aren't getting kicked out (laughs) no and it was like I had
0: to go because I had to get back for work but I was so upset When I left and I was like, nope, I'm going to go to Timmy's and I got a iced cap and they had freshly baked Boston cream donuts, which was like a little win for myself. (laughs) Um, Dropped some stuff off at a friend's house, drove with the windows down, flared some music, you know, and then of course, first day of training was like crazy. And it really occupied me because I was doing stuff that I hadn't done in a while. I was able to have some really stimulating conversation with some people, which was awesome. But yeah, my first few days of work, I missed, and I'm not saying that like the people that I've interacted with for like the last you know year and a half aren't mentally stimulating, but it's different when you work in your field. And like working in the legal field, there's I don't know how to word this without sounding really pompous or arrogant. Working in the legal field, we look at everything with a gray brush. Like, we look at everything, and we know that there's two sides, and we can argue both sides of a non-existent argument, if that makes sense. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's like, oh, this is so refreshing to have a conversation with someone about a current event, and they get it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, so refreshing.
1: At least your first day was good. My first day of work was horrible. (laughs) I felt so like, I honestly felt dumb, I felt like I didn't know what I was doing, I had such high expectations going back to my job, that I was like, this is gonna be easy, and then I went back to my job, and I wanted to cry, because it was very hard, I was like, I don't know how to find anything, I would open, like, the files on my computer, and I'm like, where do I even start, like, I had, like, a couple small jobs that had to get done. Like we had to do payroll that day. And it was like, okay, do this. And I was like, where do I find those things? (laughs) And it's not like they're moved, but it was just like, I don't even know where to start. And I was just, it was very overwhelming. And everyone was coming in and talking to me. And it was a lot, even like the first, I want to say the first solid three or four days of work. I was a mess. I'm pretty sure, like, the emoji with, like, the smoke coming out of the ears was, like, my go-to for the first few days. I'm like, this is my emoji of the day.
0: <laughs> I'm lucky because I was not the only hire for my job. So, and I'm doing online training. I'm really lucky in that sense because I am training and it's it's a corporate job. So there's like standardized training that we all have to do together. And it's kind of nice because it's like we're dipping our toes in. And because I have a legal background for my job, it makes it a lot easier. So that's really been helpful to me because I already know this stuff. So it's like I'm getting into work mode without having to do what you're doing, which is like going right back in it.
1: And I didn't get an overlap. So I trained the person who replaced me for three weeks and they ended on the Wednesday and I started Friday so like no overlap she didn't leave me any notes or anything and I was just like okay and then I like the worst part was is like my first day I went to HR and talked to HR for a bit ended up talking for like an hour And then had to go do all my security clearances and stuff. And then when I finally like sat down at my computer, I was like, I don't know my password. I (laughs) was like, this is how the day is going to start. I just don't even know my password. It was interesting. I have a password book, like a legit password book with all of my passwords for work in it. Because in accounting, we deal with a lot of different um, online things to pay things by. And we just keep our passwords in our books. So we have them at a fingertips. And it was the only password I didn't write down, like the get in the computer password. I'm like, what was I thinking? So it was rough, but things are definitely getting easier. Like I'm getting into the groove of things. I've made like a to-do list that is now on my wall and I'm slowly going through it. Like I'm not fully on it yet but I'm getting there I'm taking things one day at a time things are getting easier they're coming back to me starting to feel more normal where I almost wish I was starting a new job where like you get the training because being off for a year it's you don't realize how hard it is to just jump back into things I thought it was going to be so much easier than it was and I was so wrong I already told myself next time you will have a baby Do not put such high expectations on yourself because it's not that easy. (laughs) And having two kids at home will probably be a thousand times worse going back because your brain is full of so many other things. But things do get easier. I'm almost two weeks in and things are finally getting back to normal. So Erica and I both work essentially nine to five jobs.
0: Sorry, I was like, hold on, I need to record my hours because I totally forgot. Um, Okay, before we move on, I do want to say I had to, like, scan and format and input a whole bunch of stuff into forms, and before I went off, my job title was legal assistant to a lawyer, and my entire job was, like, scanning stuff, formatting stuff, shrinking stuff in a copier to make it, like, smaller. Do you know how long it took me to convert a file from Word doc to PDF? (laughs) Not kidding. Took me an hour. Pretty remedial office task. Haven't done it in two years. So, of course, my brain is like, totally know how long it takes for breast milk to thaw in the fridge, but I don't know how to convert a Word doc into a PDF. That's where I'm at. And it's funny because someone that I'm training with is pregnant and she's like, like, she's very, very early in her pregnancy. And she's like, yeah, not even like great this is what i have to look forward to she's like not even showing it, and she's like i already have mom brain i'm like oh wait it gets worse
1: yeah and it never goes away no no it's hard it's definitely hard i i looked at i had to go scan stuff and i like got back there and i just kind of like looked at the printer for a minute and was like where do i even begin i'm like okay the screen is off so what do i do first Like it's the most simple tasks and you're like, I don't remember how to do it. It's crazy how it works. Our brains are not meant to take care of babies for a year and jump back to the workforce. You work a nine to five job, essentially.
0: Kind of. I do work a day job where I work Monday to Friday and I
1: work days. But yeah. Yeah, that's essentially what I'm trying to get to is that you're like, you work a day job. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so we both, is, like, we both have day jobs. We don't work nights. We don't work weekends. So what is your new routine now since you started work? Because Erica and her routines are amazing. <laughs> and this so, is information I really want because I'm probably going to steal some of it for myself. <laughs> so I get up
0: at six in the morning go to the bathroom wash brush my teeth wash my face and while doing that I have on a morning radio show that I listen to I then go and work out I should say too when I first get up I like take off the shirt that I was sleeping in throw a sports bra on and then put my sleep shirt back on (laughs) so at this point I'm like somewhat freshened up and I think it's a good idea to work out Cause I'm nuts. So I'll get a quick workout in and it's just, you know, body weight. I bought a kettlebell, I have resistance bands. I'm going to be upping my workout game very soon. And for the first hour that I'm awake, I am mm. getting stuff done. Uh, because I'm doing online training right now. I have been doing other things like, you know, getting my bullet journal ready for July, getting a to-do list done, all that fun stuff. I get the girls, if there's fruit to be cut up, I cut that up in that hour. If I can fold a load of laundry, I will get that done. I can generally fold a load of laundry in like five, ten minutes if I'm uninterrupted, which apparently is really fast. (laughs) And I will kind of get their breakfast ready, minus, I'm going to say eggs, because I don't like having their eggs burnt. And then I get the girls up, get them changed, leave them in their sleepers so they look somewhat presentable when we take them out into the world. What
1: What time do you wake them up at?
0: seven okay read them a book downstairs and like okay
1: breakfast let's go upstairs
0: take them upstairs quickly fry up an egg for each kid put their fruit and muffin slash my mom made apple cinnamon loaf in front of them and cook the egg and then give that to them while they drink milk and water and while they're eating I will do their hair oh and in that hour too I have gotten myself ready minus getting dressed key point <laughs> Because if I have food on my pants or shirt, I can just wipe my hand and carry on with my day because I'm not wearing that to work. Get them ready to go. Um, In an hour, I can get them up, changed, dressed, sunscreened, and eat in an hour. And do their hair. Um, And then I shoot them off to the sitters. I come back and pour myself a bowl of cereal and make myself a coffee. And I get ready to... I guess, start my day.
1: See, my morning routine is super easy because daycare feeds breakfast. So it's just to get Ella up at 7. I am pretty much waking up when she wakes up. I'm not ready to wake up earlier yet. One day I will. Not yet. Um, But I wake – I set an alarm for 7, and then I go wake her up, like, a little while after. I change her – do her hair and then let her play while I get myself ready. If I'm working from home, I just throw sweatpants and stuff on and don't do a whole lot with myself. But the odd day I'm going into the office, I will dress up and straighten my hair and put makeup on. So, but she will just play quietly by herself while I get ready and then hop in the car and away we go. Like she's up for like from the time she gets up to the time we leave is about half an hour, 45 minutes. So it works out really well. It's super easy morning for me because I don't have to feed her. If I had to feed her, it'd be like a whole other situation, but.
0: And my kids don't sit quietly and play while I get ready. (laughs) I more have squirrels at a rave. I don't have ducks in a row. So I just contain and move forward. So I say my makeup routine is literally like throw some mascara on some lip chap and just throw my hair in a ponytail and be like, let's go. Um, Yeah. I'm not just like checking off my daily routine, my list of stuff that I've got going on. So like on here showing Carla, my planner, if a planner and I have like, you know, edit the podcast for 15 minutes and then a bunch of boxes to check. And then like, did I do a workout? Did I do my self-care? Did I clean the bathrooms or do laundry? Did I budget my money and do my grocery lists and all that stuff? So I definitely am like checking more off my to-do list. I feel way more organized because I have time to sit and actually write out my schedule. But I try and combine as many tasks at one time as I can. Like while the girls eat, I'll do their hair. Um, It gives them something to be preoccupied with while I'm doing their hair and I think I just throw them up in like a ponytail. Nothing too spectacular right now because I'm just trying to get them up and out the door. Right.
1: Now what do you do for after work? Like how does your nighttime routine go? Um, Not very well. (laughs) Pick the girls up. Ours is definitely a work in progress too.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm only three days in,
1: right? So I picked the girls up from
0: the sitters, try and figure out dinner tonight. They had leftover pizza and leftover mac and cheese. It is what it is. And then I took them up for a bath tonight. We still only bathe every other night. And I'm basically just like, okay. Okay from there it's they run around crazy they've discovered that they can scream at the top of their lungs which is super fun (laughs) and kinsley we have like the we have the toy box that's just like removable bins right we'll put a link in our instagram to what my toy box looks like for my kids but kinsley has discovered that she can pull those out and dump them and of course me being ocd when i organize it again i put everything back like in its own bin so we have like these stuffy hand puppets they all go in one bin and then I have a bin that's just books and then I have a bin that's like electronic toys that make noise it's another bin for all their teethers so I'm very like organized and I put stuff away but I don't clean until they go to bed
1: <laughs> well yeah because they're just gonna pull it all out again
0: like tonight we got home from daycare well they got home early because I went and picked them up early because they were having a bad day so I picked them up on my way home from getting my second shot of COVID vaccine I then just like kind of dumped them on my mom for my last, you know, 20 minutes of work. And then, yeah, so then I just, you know, dumped them on my mom for 20 minutes. And then she's like, hey, I got to go out. So I made dinner, gave them a bath, let them run around, good people come over. So I took the girls outside for 20 minutes and they were loving it. And then we came back in, got them ready for bed, gave them some milk. And, like, in 20 minutes, got them ready for bed, gave them milk, and put them downstairs. Because I'm, like, I got (laughs) to (laughs) record. So, that happened. And then I just, you know, they go to bed really easily because they're so overstimulated from the day that by the time they get in bread, they just crash, which is nice. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I go to bed earlier now, too. Instead of going to bed at, like, 11, I'm trying to go to bed at, like, 9, 30, 10.
1: I feel like you were going to bed way later than 11.
0: <laughs> I got to bed for 11. I wouldn't go to sleep until like 12.31 because anytime that I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed for nine. I'm going to be asleep by 10. 11.30 rolls around and I'm so used to broken sleep that when I actually go to bed at nine, my body's like, one of them is going to wake up.
1: So you should wake up. <laughs>
0: So like the first night, because I knew I had to get up at six, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to bed at nine o'clock. I even texted you. I was like, I'm in bed. Good night. Right. And like, I turned my phone on silent, made sure it was on do not disturb so I wouldn't get notifications. And I woke up 1230, three o'clock, five o'clock, 530. And I like, I was like, wow, I slept really long, but I had such broken sleep. Yeah. My Fitbit was like, you got a C for a sleep score. I'm like, oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm getting better at it, but I find when I go to bed at like 11 and get up at six, which everyone's like, that's insane. I'm like, it's really not. I feel like it's just seven hours. That's more than most people get. I know, but everyone's like, you go to bed so late and you get up so early.
1: And I'm like, according to who? Like, that's seven hours of sleep. And if I sleep through the night that's fantastic I agree with you like that's that's where that if you can sleep through the night and get a solid sleep less is okay as long as it's not broken sleep it's a, if you're getting that solid sleep then you're good to go you can survive on much less <laughs> because yeah, and the girls have- are teething so
0: it's not gonna be super fun the next little bit but I am only working from home and their daycare is only like five minutes away well okay the sitters but it's not actually daycare but
1: So for me, um, we're trying to plan dinner ahead as much as possible. Like Shane and I try and sit down on Sundays and come up with like a meal plan because it's just, it's a lot on me. Yes, I'm working from home, but that doesn't mean I can do everything and then some while I'm home. I still have to work. So I tell him that he has to come up with the meal options and then I will cook them because he gets off work a lot later. So I work till four thirty. I leave and go get Ella from daycare come back and either I've already stuck something in the oven quick on low to get started cooking before I leave or I it's a quicker meal and I just do it all when I get home but mostly me that makes dinner and there's nights that Ella gets leftovers and then we eat something else later just depending on what we're eating and what we're doing but the rest of our routine is pretty straightforward it's just been a lot it was hard in the beginning because we were like fighting for her time at the end of the day because now both of us have only seen her for short period of time but recently we went to a friend's house, ended up staying there late and she went to bed at eight instead of seven. And now she's sleeping through the night. So we're keeping her bedtime at eight, which is good because then we get more time with her, but she's also sleeping through the night. So I get better sleep. So it has worked out really well for us.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was putting the girls to bed at seven. So they are sleeping seven to seven because they used to sleep like eight to nine, like 8 p.m. to 9 a.m. But I've found that since they have to get up earlier with me, if I put them to bed a little later, they sleep better. And I'm like, now I'm thinking. Yeah. And then I still get hours to myself, which I mean, tonight we're recording, but like tomorrow I'll probably get a whole bunch of editing done because I'm not working. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just.
1: No, for sure. off the box. At first, I didn't really like her going to bed later. I was like no it's her her bedtime seven o'clock but then when she slept through the night I was like her new bedtime is eight (laughs) o'clock and she slept through the night again and she slept through a night again and I'm like yep new bedtime done like if she starts to fuss earlier than she goes to bed at like quarter to like obviously bedtimes for infants are flexible like if they're cranky then they need to go to bed like keeping them up is not going to help you in the long run so we follow her sleep cues and if she wants to go to bed earlier she will go to bed earlier so but for the most part it's all working out like it's a process like don't don't be scared to go back to work or enter the workforce like it's it's not the funnest process on either side of things but you can't stay cooped up at home all the time
0: (laughs) well and the other thing too is like we're so used to like we push routines so hard but you really need to alter your routine to fit your life and the girls and I are in a transition right now of our routine am I going to keep getting up at six in the morning every day absolutely not am I going to keep getting up at six in the morning every time maybe when I work but it's just all relative and I've had family be like if you have to wake them up like why don't you just let them sleep in I'm like right now they're still having a nap so it totally makes the whole day wonky when they turn six and they want to sleep in till noon all for it
1: right like on weekends everything I have an alarm set for 7 a.m. every day just because I don't want to mess up her schedule And it seems to be working for us. If I let her sleep in, it changes everything and makes it so hard. And she's still having two naps. So like if she sleeps in, then she has a nap and then she might not have a second nap, but then she wants to go to bed early and then she's not sleeping through the night. And even though I would love to sleep in, I would rather just get up at seven with her every day and keep her schedule the same. And we try and follow daycare schedule. So daycare gives us a form, well, not a form, like a paper every day saying when she ate, what she ate and how she ate, like if she ate well, if she ate some, if she didn't eat at all. So one, it's a good guide to know what she's liking because if they're giving her new food that I've never given her, then that's great. It also says time so I can follow that for at home when she's home with me and like her naps and her nap schedules like they tell you everything how often they change her like what her bowel movements are like it gives you a solid look into her day so you can take that and use it on the weekends or on holidays like tomorrow and just keep it similar because For me, I've noticed that keeping her routine, even from day one, keeping her routine the same for what she needs at that time is way easier than trying to change it from day to day. So.
0: And see, for me, I'm probably going to let them sleep in a little bit tomorrow by like an hour. But my kids are a little older too, so it's not the end of the world.
1: Right. And they're only having one nap and not two. Like... Yeah. Their one nap's not going to ruin their day, but if Ella was to sleep in an hour, her whole nap schedule is thrown off, and now she needs to be up earlier before bed. And
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to be like, what's your schedule? Because we're in transition right now. Right. And I know that I've talked to a cousin of mine who is going to head back to work soon, and he's like, how are you dealing with this? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm still figuring it out. And he's like, me too. So we're kind of figuring it out together.
1: But that's just it. And be flexible. Like, Like Erica said, you have to figure out what works for you. There is a transition period. You will get there. Don't be discouraged. Daycare is rough for a lot of kids in the beginning on their schedule changes and everything else. And the overstimulation, especially for those COVID babies, that were born during COVID that haven't seen the outside world (laughs) and now have friends to play with and people giving them things to do 24 seven, where we like Ella was a super independent kid that played by herself to a kid that constantly wants to play with people because now that's what she's used to, which is not a bad thing. It makes it harder for me to get things done. Like, clean up after breakfast when she's home because she wants me to play with her but I need to clean up after breakfast like just you'll figure it out don't be discouraged it's a it's a process that's for sure yes highs and lows yeah so I'll go first my high is that so even though I only had two sessions of therapy, it's it's with a family services thing through work. Like it is therapy, but it's, it's through work and it's there when you need it. Or if you are going through something major, then they will stick it out for as long as you need. But we have ended therapy after the second session. I don't know if... I was just having a really hard time with the transition from being home to starting work and Ella starting daycare and everything else that I felt like I needed to go to therapy. And it's covered by work. So I really wanted to take advantage of it. But the tools I learned and gained from my two sessions are working really well in my everyday life. And until I feel like, I need help again or am at a standstill and need some new tools that we are going to take a break and if i ever want to go back it's fully there as long as i work for my employer this service is provided so if ever i feel like i need to talk to someone about anything i can just give them a call and set up an appointment and work from there so that's exciting. Like my session today was so good. And she was like, wow, you really worked through a lot of things. And I was like, I don't think I would have been able to do it without the tools that you gave me. Like she gave me homework and different tools to work through different situations. And it really helped. And I feel like just talking to her and getting a different point of view helped me see things in a different way. And put my issues in a different, like I had a different outlook on them and I think that helped too. So I'm very excited that that is done for now, but I'm happy that I know that it's always there if I want it. And then my low, my poor baby, Ella keeps falling shocker right now. laugh, But like knowing you, I'm not surprised. Right. She is my child after all. I am the most accident-prone person you will probably ever meet. I don't even know how I learned how to walk as a child because these days you wouldn't guess that I could walk. <laughs> I just get hurt all the time. Um, but she just keeps falling, and then she keeps falling on the same side that she has the black eye. So like, it gets better, and then it kind of like creeps back because she like just fell on that side and like obviously with starting to walk falling is going to happen she is getting the hang of it but there's still a lot of falls in her future (laughs) and we just really hope that she doesn't have a black eye for her birthday which is coming up soon fingers crossed yeah and that she can just heal and stop falling (laughs) Yeah, and like, we just hope she's not accident prone like me, but it does seem to follow the female generation on my side, like the female, like, uh, what, it, like, what, were, when we were talking about twins, what were we calling it?
0: The maternal side?
1: Yeah, it follows, like, the maternal side. My grandma was accident prone. My mom was accident prone, but not until her, like, 40s. I've been accident prone since my 20s. Not good. (laughs) So here's hoping that things get better for her and that she doesn't start even younger because I'm not ready for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I'm going to start with my low. Because I already kind of touched on it. Kinsley is suffering from separation anxiety now that I'm back at
1: work. And it's so sad. It no. is so sad. It just makes you wanna like it's it's a good thing because they miss you, but it makes it I very feel hard awful. for you to leave. Yeah. I feel awful that my kids are going through this.
0: Because they're with me every day and now they're not. And they don't understand why because they're not able to rationalize
1: right now. And it's so sad. It's so depressing. (sighs) Anyways. It's a process like everything else. You will get through it. Yes,
0: I know. It just sucks right now. So today when I dropped her off, my friend had to like take her from me and I just had to walk out of the door.
1: Mm.
0: I cried a little bit on the way home. Because I felt like a terrible mother leaving my child there crying. But I knew I had to do it. She's like, just go. I'm like,
1: my child. Yet the longer you stay, the worse it will be.
0: I know. I know. That's why I just walked out. However, my high, I started work, which is literally what this whole episode is about. But (laughs) I honestly, I miss stimulating conversation. I... Have caught up on my to-do list and by that I mean I'm like way more organized than I was last week I have an acrylic nail kit that I bought that I have been waiting to do my nails for god knows how long
1: yeah, took me two to, days you were supposed to do it like a month ago
0: <laughs> more like April
1: It's been like two months. But like a month ago, you were like, I'm going to do my nails. And then it never worked out.
0: (laughs) Yes. So I have finally done my nails. However, I need a nail drill. So I've messaged a few friends that are way more into this than I am. And they gave me some great options. So I will be getting one of those soon. And then over the weekend, I had a friend come visit. And she brought roasted chicken, which we do not have in London. What? It's only a Windsor thing. I don't know why this blows everyone's mind, but London doesn't have roasted chicken. And if they do, I've never had it and I know it's good. Weird. Like we have like like Mary Brown's and like Popeye's, but it's not even close. No, that's not the same. Anyways, so she brings roasted chicken every time she comes. And of course it didn't last long. Um, And then the Friday I made pulled pork and homemade mac and cheese for dinner. And the mac and cheese had a roux that I made. And then I made it into a cheese sauce. And I feel like you're very proud of me. I am very proud of you. I'm like doing a little happy dance over here for you. (laughs) Thanks. I'm quite proud of myself because I have never done anything that like culinarily skillful, I guess is the (laughs) way to say it. So that was a learning experience. And I did amazing my mom's like, I would totally eat this again. I'm like, sweet. But yeah, I had a really good weekend. I feel like I'm getting stuff accomplished as I work more. I feel like I'm able to take on more with my day. I'm super tired. Like we've, I've been yawning through this whole podcast (laughs) and I'm so looking forward to just going to bed. But yeah, I, I feel like going back to work honestly was the mental push that I needed because I was really losing it.
1: Well, you get in a rut too, right? Like, and you wanted to go back to work so bad.
0: I missed stimulating conversation. Like, I'm not trying to, like, say that the people that I've had conversations with aren't stimulating, but it's not what I find stimulating. Right. Like, I would love to sit down and talk with someone about the political scene of the, of Canada.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And that... Like, especially when it comes to, like, the legal aspect of things. Like, you You obviously enjoy that side of things. And now you're back in it getting all of that as well. So, it, it definitely helps. Like, even for me, talking numbers and making fun Excel spreadsheets is totally my jam. Might not be everybody else's jam, but that's what I like to do. And it is, like, I love it. So everyone has their own thing and you'll get back to it after you have a baby eventually (laughs) yeah and
0: that's the thing like when we're in training I'm talking with people that I'm working with and everyone's like I don't like this part of the job I don't like that part of the job and I'm like that is like my favorite thing to do
1: (laughs) of course we all have our things
0: Thank you for listening to episode 24 of our podcast. We appreciate all of the support. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you are listening to us on. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from today's information, please share. Our social media is packed with all of today's hacks, apps, and product that we've mentioned. So please follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mom life and on Instagram at mom surviving life. All one word. If you have a question or a comment, please feel free to private message us on Instagram or Facebook, or email us at momsurvivinglife at gmail.com. I would also like to formally say, or I guess formally ask, if anyone has a topic or a guest that they would like us to cover or bring on, please let us know so we can do that.